You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 65th program of Think Again, our 23rd remote program in the time of the coronavirus. Think Again is produced by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization that has been dedicated to progressive social change for almost 23 years. I'm Jacques Boulet, and Jennifer won't be with us today again. I'll be having a phone conversation with Ian McBurney, one of the founders of the Beehive Cooperative in Bendigo. Welcome to Think Again, Ian. Great to be with you, Jacques. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners who tuned in to Think Again last week or who listened to the podcast will remember that Jennifer and I had a conversation about the detrimental combination of the belief in the possibility and necessity of endless and limitless growth in the economy and its effect on our ecology and on our well-being. We looked at the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic as a consequence of our untrammeled destruction of the natural world. We also considered it a test case about our human capabilities to overcome the crisis, which undoubtedly will visit us if we continue our march towards more global warming and all the other negative impacts of the ecology that sustains our lives and our livelihoods. And he also bemoaned the lack of awareness on the part of those who govern us, in spite of the fact that businesses, organizations, and their networks and federations, they have become very vocal about the need to reduce our impact on the natural world, as the economic consequences for the nation and the world will otherwise become irrevocable. But in a positive, if not optimistic, conclusion, Jennifer and I suggested that major changes are on the way, locally and in a variety of ways. We mentioned the degrowth movement, the new economy network, local cooperatives, the transition movement, and many more. We promised that we would dedicate several future programs to these emerging alternatives and our first conversation about alternatives and a possible new economy is with Ian McBurney who is a co-initiator of Beehive Cooperative in Bendigo. Welcome again, Ian. To start, of all, to start us off straight away, could you share with our listeners some of your background, your previous involvements with ecological and social activism, and how this all contributed and converged in the start of Beehive? Yes, it's um, <clears throat> back, background and, um, and backstory is always always interesting to have a look at um, right about the time when most young people were thinking about um, what what job they should have. Um, when I was in late secondary school, someone handed us, uh, our family, a David Suzuki tape. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the talks that he was doing about what's happening to the planet. And, um, and from that moment, 
I didn't think about what career I wanted to have anymore. I was going to work towards looking after the planet. Um, he, you know, he's an amazing orator and an amazing, amazing person. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I then went through environmental engineering. Um, I ended up at Vox Bandicoot, um, an amazing environmental education outfit based in Northcote in Melbourne. Um, Frank Ryan set up Vox mm -hmm. Bandicoot, and for for five years, um, I was doing environmental theatre in in schools and at festivals and. Um, we were doing workplace culture change training in manufacturing plants and local government. Um, we were doing sustainability street, bringing communities together mm -hmm. around sustainable living. Uh, and then we had kids and, um, and we ran back to the country like so many people do. And, um, and I set up Live Ecological. So um, for, for 10 years or so then, I was working with workplaces on sustainability and, and culture change. Um, speaking about the new economy and about sustainability, uh, facilitating workshops, emceeing workshops. I was working with community, business, government at all levels. Um, when we came back to Bendigo, I was part of a, uh, a brilliant group of, of local people who set up Bendigo Sustainability Group, um, and it's still going very strong, focused on waste and energy and water and sustainable transport locally in Benigo in connection to nature, um, which is a, a, a brilliant organisation. Um, I've published a, a set of conversation-building cards for people to talk about sustainability and change called Talking Ecological. Um, and then about five years ago, uh, a group of us in Benigo set up a co-working hub called Synergize. Um, and the founders of Beehive Cooperative just um, all happened to converge in the one place at the one time. And um, so that's kind of kind of my journey to, towards mm -hmm. Beehive. Um, it's mm -hmm. been sustainability uh, infused with um, community development, environmental education and, um, and, you know, collaboration, community collaboration for, mm -hmm. for change towards mm -hmm. sustainability. Mm -hmm. Those are so yeah. many points which uh, basically <laughs> converged also with my experiences. And we've mm. been known one another for, I don't know, 20 years or something like that. We have. Also with uh, Sustainability Street, so lovely stuff. And also remembering Suzuki and all of that. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More concretely and directly, what, what was it more particularly that got you and your co-founders in Bendigo to start the process of establishing Beehive. Well, what were and are still the factors and the elements of the local and the regional situation that motivated and inspired you to get the ball rolling? Yeah, I think um, I think one of the main moments was um, we, we brought Paul Hawken to Bendigo mm -hmm. um, in about 2009, and um, and he just written his book Blessed Unrest and. Mm -hmm. He, he, it was about the size and scale of the global environmental movement for change. And he was saying, you know, our ecological issues and our social issues are actually the same thing. And we have to solve them together and we have to solve them together with our economic issues. And, uh, you know, they're, they're all, they all have the same root cause. So, you know, our, our economy uh, has been propped up since... The global financial crisis—it's—it's it's stagnating. 
you know, we, we have more and more precarious work. Um, we have exponential growth in the number of people experiencing poverty and the number of billionaires at the same time. Um, you know, we've got massive environmental challenges that we face, you know, from climate to biodiversity to consumption. Um, we have huge social issues. You know, we've we've seen the damage uh, recently that, or all experienced the damage that social isolation can cause. But you know, we have um, major epidemics of depression and anxiety. Um, all, all of these things are leading to a growth in fear and nationalism, and um, and even dare we say it, fascism. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And, they, they all have the same root cause, and, and I've been for years and years doing talks and presentations about how these things are linked. Um, they're, they're about our, our economic system and the way it deals with work, um, and they're about and how it controls politics and the media. Um, and what we need to do is redesign and refocus our economy. So. When you, when I was doing all these presentations about, you know, what, what does an energy system look like, and what does a transport system look like, and a food and a housing system, if we're looking after people and planet, and you know, there, it's it's about localism, it's it's mm-hmm. about a decentralised system that is networked, um, and how that's stronger than a top-down centralised system anyway. Um, it's about a system that creates shared access to stuff and skills mm-hmm. when we need it. Um, it's about a system that looks after and, and builds and restores culture and, and community. So when when we were setting up Beehive, we were saying, well, what, what would it look like to have a local economy that mm-hmm. looks after people and that looks after place and mm-hmm. looks after planet? And um, and they, they don't seem um, too, too, big, too big, really. They seem quite simple. We need to look after the place that we're living in, the planet that we live on, and the people that are around us. Um, it, it also came out of an understanding that politicians follow, they don't lead. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mm-hmm. actually need to do this ourselves. Um, you know, we've seen 24 failed global climate talks in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we actually need to come together and do this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's all of that happening Underneath, mm-hmm. but um, but when when we got together in Synergize Hub um, and had this um, coming together moment with Julie Miller Markov, who is mm-hmm. one of our founders and, and directors, and she's just a brilliant person, and um, and we just got together and um, and we were both thinking the same things at the same time, and mm-hmm. we, were both, we both had this shared purpose. You know, we we mm-hmm. could actually do this. You know, Benigo. Bendigo is a town of 115,000 people. It's a it's a social and geographic um, unit. It's got its own cultural sense of place, and um, you know we we can actually try some of these ideas mm. here. Mm. Um, and our mm. other directors are the same. You know, Claire found yeah. her big driver is social justice, and um, Mahesh Kansami is one of our directors, and her she's her big driver is the new economy, and she's worked with cooperatives and. And uh, Marcus is, is in charge of tech, but his his values are about people and local community and place as well. So, mm. you know, all of those mm. things kind of came together to make us work yeah. together. We probably now should have some music and let people think a little bit about all of that. We listen to young warriors with money, if I had it all. It's a young First Nations hip-hop group, and that will follow by a promo. 
Yeah. Well, people keep talking about his money. And the world keeps spinning. Against me, it's hard in this concrete jungle trying to make something out of nothing. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. They say money is greed, and greed leads to power. If I'm making money, it'd be ours, man. I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say money make the world go round. I want a million so I can help us spin for now. I want to fit in, count the stacks and get back to those who need it. Even if it's just a piece of we all eating for some reason The dollar be the main mission The same efficient for every man to go and get it I wanna live it and spend like it's nothing to me And be like looking at your money like it's funny to me I want it all, cars, houses and all And all my peeps living up like it's all yours We can ball, only if I had it all Yeah, the time I'm sick I wonder what the world be like If we didn't have to go and work a nine to five Wouldn't be stress free and all room for the scheme and that's when I'm dreaming, I'm trying to make it speak. It's hard in this concrete jungle, trying to make something out of nothing. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. They say money is greed, and greed leads to power. If I'm making money, you'd be ours. Man, I wish I had it all. Sometimes I wish I had it all. Yeah. Say money is the root of all evil. Money changes people doing strange things. Whether you're rich or poor, still the same thing. You're gonna hustle some more. That's in the back of your mind, wishing you had it all. All I wanna do is be a musician, follow my dream. I had the vision to be an MC, living comfortably, living like a king in this concrete jungle. Even had a nine to five, but working ain't working. I'm not working my climb, palm up, making a meal. I'm that rapper with gifts, slowly making a still. Imagining when I'm on top, homie. I won't stop. I won't stop. I won't stop. You get it, you got it, it's good. You spend it next minute, it's out. You got your head to the ground and the world spinning round. Thinking what you're gonna do about getting by. Trying to make ends meet. It's hard in this concrete jungle. Trying to make something out of nothing. Man, I wish I... To enable change, we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website. Representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter. Today we're talking with Ian McBurney, co-initiator of Beehive Cooperative in Bendigo. Ian, could you describe the purpose of the cooperative and how you've gone about establishing and developing it? How does it fit in the broader program and vision of a new economy and more particularly a sustainable one? Yeah, so um, so Beehive, um, uh, like our, our vision is that we own our local digital sharing economy together. Um, and our first mission is to create a digital platform that allows Bendigo people to create, own and run sharing enterprises, providing access to local shared goods and services. 
um, our, our purpose is we, we want to enable and incubate and build local cooperative enterprise. Um, we want to create meaningful work. Uh, we want to localise spending and ownership in our economy. Um, we, <laughs> we actually created this line um, about a year ago that said that we wanted to create an epidemic of belonging. Um, that's got a whole new meaning now. <laughs> Um, and, exactly. and, and we want our local economy to um, to eradicate poverty and restore the ecology. So uh, I'll get to how that works in a moment. Um, our first piece of software is called Villages, and that's going to be launched in uh, in a month's time. And that links people with others that live within one kilometre of them, and they can share access to local stuff and skills and build a sense of community around them. Um, they can also set up community groups at the, the Bendigo scale on, on the platform uh, and join and, uh, and create those. Um, that's, that's the central part of Beehive Cooperative. Um, around the outside of villages, um, from the neighbourhood up, you know, we want people to be a human being and a neighbour first at, as the bottom line in our economy. And up from there, we're going to build cooperative enterprises. And the first one we're looking at in Benigo is, is a car-sharing cooperative. Um, but, you know, we've, we've thought very deeply about how we want to work through this. And, you know, trust is very important. And, um, you know, our data is very important. And data sovereignty is important to us. Um, you know, ownership of our economy is very important. Um, we're setting up some funds so that 4% of all the spending on the cooperative enterprises goes into local projects that aim to eradicate the causes of poverty and restore the ecology, because that's the bottom line. Um, so we're also interested in changing the nature of consumption from, from an ownership economy to, to an access economy. Um, and community resilience and, and, uh, and capacity to, to build enterprises and to run our own local economy is something that we want to build. So Beehive Cooperative, the, the plan is that you know we, we'll grow Beehive Cooperative to the size of Bendigo, um, and then if it works, it's replicable for any local place. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. So um, that's that's kind of how we've how we've put it mm. together and, and where our purpose is. That seems to be ticking lots of boxes of my of my vocabulary too. <laughs> mm. What were some of the things that assisted in the establishment and early development of Beehive, and what what were some of the impeding factors? I heard you talk uh, with the Perth New Economy Network and your encounters with potential funders and supporters, and some of your of your remarks they really let me sort of grin a little bit. Could you just tell me a bit, of, or tell our listeners a bit about how that all worked out? Yes, yes. The funding journey's been an interesting one, Jacques, <laughs> shall we say. Um, yeah, I, I did a talk for um, up in Sydney to the cooperative sector um, a few months ago, and I just relayed some of some of the things that we've heard in looking for looking for investors because you know we, we're a cooperative, but we need our tech platform, you know, so, and that. That thing needs money up front before your members really understand what what you even are. Um, mm-hmm. So we went and looked, talked to lots of impact investors and social impact investors. You know, the ones who wear little badges and go to conferences about how nice they are. Um, and we found them very nice the first time we talked to them, but by the third time we talked to them, um, they were a little bit less nice. And um, <laughs> we we had lines like. Um, I'll build it for you and just don't worry about it. I'll build your tech for you and just rent it to you. <laughs> we were like, ah, oh, it's kind of a problem we're trying to solve. 
Um, we had lots of people say, look, you've got a really lovely idea, but you're going to have to pivot to a money-making idea really quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, ha- we had pe- people say things like, um, look, there's plenty of enlightened capital out there. You just need to change your business model to a full profit, and then you'll get it. Um, and we had, you know, social impact investors saying, oh, look, this is such great social impact, but I'll need a 15% annual return and an ownership stake of 20%. And, um, and we're like, oh, wow, okay. So fundraising <laughs> has been... It's been mm. interesting. Um, the the other thing to say is that the the cooperative sector in Australia is is um is waking up, but it's a mm. sleeping giant. And um, you know, in Europe, cooperatives are very much awake, and and they're actually mm-hmm. funding mm-hmm. new digital cooperatives. Mm. Um, in Australia, the cooperative sector it, it's it's actually the business model for the 21st century, but it's just it's at the moment it's a bit of a sleeping giant. Mm. Um, mm. So that, that's some of the negative sides. But mm-hmm. um, on, on the positive side, you know, there's there's a brilliant um, new economy network in Australia with brilliant people, and we've been inspired from by and learnt from and um, and mm-hmm. had great networks created for us by a whole lot of people right around Australia mm-hmm. who are involved in that network. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, probably come back uh, to that a bit in, in, a, in, in our final section uh, about the new yeah. economy at work. Let's just go to a promo and then we're back to uh, your experiences. Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking with, or I'm talking with Ian McBurney, co-initiator of Beehive Cooperative in Bendigo, about that initiative and putting it in a wider framework of the new economy, which is where we stopped just before the break. So, Ian, what are the next steps for Beehive? Just so our listeners and anyone interested in starting or joining something like Beehive in their local area, what, what are things to be careful with, what are things to be attentive to, and what should be avoided? Yep, yep. So, firstly, um, we have been able to build some tech. I, I, um, I was having a go at funders, but um, we we had $35,000 donated by a group of founding patrons in Bendigo, um, and last year we got a City of Greater Bendigo Great Ideas Innovation Grant, which was brilliant, um, brilliant mm-hmm. support. So um, that's that's enabled us to build our villages platform. So in mm-hmm. October... October the 20th, we'll be launching Villages in Bendigo. Um, our plan is in February 21 to uh, to roll the platform out nationally, um, mm-hmm. and to uh, and rolling it out nationally means that local places um, who get on board and use the platform um, can also generate some income that will help them set up their own beehive cooperative. So um, we've we've got a whole business model plan there. Um, we're, we're also running another founding patrons round for, for people who would like to, to help us because we're 
um, we need to navigate our, our launch and, um, and add some features to our platform and improve our platform before it goes national in, in February. So we're looking for a bit of support there. Um, and then, you know, the next step is then to help other local places set up their own replica beehive cooperative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's that's kind of our um, our plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so for for other for other people and and other places, I mean, one of the key learnings is to find the others. You know, there there are so many brilliant projects happening, from repair mm-hmm. cafes to libraries of things to new new economy network hubs to Maker Labs, you know, there, there's projects happening mm. in every every community, and and it's about finding the others and and getting involved and learning from mm. them and um, having a mm. shared purpose and um, asking for advice and then trying things like crazy. You know, we what we've got to do is is collaborate and cooperate and try many different ways of reaching mm. a future that we want. Mm. Um, there's so many others in the space. You you got to find them, um, mm. but. I, I also wrote mm. a, a blog uh, last year that's, that's called From the Campfire to the Kitchen Table and it's it's all my thoughts on on leadership and change practice. And mm-hmm. um, So that's that's at my website, ianmcburney.com, if people are interested. It's a five-part... Mm-hmm. Um, could, could you say that again? Could you say that again, that address? ianmcburney.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the blog, I, it's I called... Put it on, I put that on a thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the blog series is called From the Campfire to the Kitchen Table and mm-hmm. it's all about fi- finding the others and building change around mm-hmm. you because, you know, we don't have to change the world but we can change the world around us mm-hmm. and, uh, and mm-hmm. that's the really important thing to recognise yeah. that yeah. others others are going to save and look after their place and we mm-hmm. need to learn from each other. Mm-hmm. So as we're sort of slowly running out of time, Ian, or too rapidly actually running out of time, what are your dreams yeah. about a more lasting wave of change locally and more broadly? With meanwhile such a broad, as you mentioned yourself, a broad variety of initiatives, degrowth, peer-to-peer, localization, transition. Can you share with listeners your broader vision and hope? You already indicated some of it, but repeat some of that yeah. and your hopes for change and how could listeners then get in touch or learn more? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my my dream is that we we all have local meaningful work in mm. a local economy that is both socially and ecologically restorative, you know, mm. and, and that's about local shared ownership. Um, it's about local spending. It's about making sure we leave no one behind. It's about community, belonging, our mental health. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about creating these distributed systems in energy and transport and food and manufacturing that are, that are local and networked and distributed and shared. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was very inspired um, a few years ago now by Satish Kumar and his idea of growth. Um, mm-hmm. Gandhian economics, and he, you know, he mm-hmm. says what we need to grow is what's good. You know, we need to grow community, and we need to grow relationships, and we need mm-hmm. to grow the the earth. We need to grow vegetables. We need to grow. You know, we don't money is we don't need to grow money. Sometimes sometimes it's good to grow. Beehive will grow to the size of Bendigo, then it doesn't need to grow anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and when when you talk about hope, I I kind of um, I do blanch a little bit when people talk about hope because I've lived through 24 failed global climate talks um, <laughs> and the next 20 years is our one mm-hmm. chance to create a future that works. So mm-hmm. 
I kind of put optimism and pessimism to one side and think that we need to just work as hard as we can to do whatever we can in the time that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, these changes that we're working on, they will remake politics. Mm. Um, and Paul Hawkins says, this is the most mm-hmm. exciting time to be alive in human history because we get to remake everything in a generation. Mm-hmm. So so my dream is that we, we fall in love with the earth, our home, and we mm-hmm. fall in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we live like these things are more, more important than anything else. Um, and amen to yeah. amen to that, Ian. And I always say that uh, pessimism and optimism are, and hope, in some ways, are luxuries of those who are better off and can afford yeah. it. For most of the other people, it's luxury. Thanks a lot, yeah. Ian, and good luck with Beehive. And let us know at Portlands whether we can be of any help. As the COVID-19 roadmap will be outlined by the Premier on Sunday here for us in Victoria. Let's carefully listen to it and figure out where more positive social change agenda that could fit in and where some activist pressures should be maintained, especially when tax cuts for the wealthy will become again the recession strategy out of the getting out of the recession strategy of the federal government. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with Chuck Bure and Ian McBurney this week. Remember, if you want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email borderlands at borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. Our programs are available by podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. And thank you to Michaela for pulling this program together this week. Stay tuned for the following program, Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and friends, and to bring us into that program, World Tuning by Yutu Hindi.